Was that loud? That this sounds loud. Uh, well, <laughs> welcome to sounds another. Fine to me. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Best of Five, where I did not eyeball it right this time around. I think this one, this week, was the worst one we've had so far. Anyway. Oh no. Well, as far as like lining up, eyeballing. Anyway, welcome to Best of Five, your weekly FGC talk show where we talk about everything but FGC. Uh, we're gonna talk about Formula One last weekend. How about Lando Norris getting on the podium, huh? Along with the two Red Bulls and Charles Leclerc spinning out 10 laps from the finish. It was great. But they're going to be in Miami next week. That's your F1 recap. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I Honestly, I tried looking at tickets just in the off chance I could. They're already all sold out. So, okay, How about we talk okay. about Formula One for an hour? <laughs> I wish. But anyway. Unfortunately, I am not the only one here on the show. I, if, I would I would have about 14 seconds of content to add to that. Yes. Not even 15. <laughs> a little more than 13. The, that, that's the very specific range I can give you. 15 seconds. 14 seconds. 14, 14. You're right. I'm sorry. Anyway, that is the voice and the sounds and visuals of the Ace King offsuit, the main squeeze, Steve Jerk. Steve... How you doing over there? I'm hanging in there. Word. Trying huh. to at least. Yeah. I the the thing that I thought we would lose by moving away from Tuesday is the blow up right before we go live that changes our schedule because that happened a few times. Mm-hmm. back when we were on Tuesdays. And I thought, okay, Thursdays are a little later in the week, but they're a safer day. Apparently not. Nope. Apparently not. Nope. If you thought Blow Up Tuesday was a thing, you're wrong, because now we're on Thursdays and it's Blow Up Thursdays. Oh, man. Blow so, Back Thursday. Blow Back Thursday. Uh, so we're going to talk about the thing that happened today uh we're also going to talk about some combo breaker steve has been working on this project he's been just trying to pump it out as hard as he could as hard as he can uh and finally he's ready to talk about it so it's going to be a very big announcement and then we're going to talk about some other stuff that happened during the week including uh ee cheating at for fifty thousand dollars uh in a trivia tournament or in a trivia show uh we're gonna we're gonna look somebody asked us to talk about the mike z filing i guess we're gonna this is us talking about it on camera we got your pizza reno uh and we're gonna talk about uh fortnite <laughs> again we're an fgc talk show <laughs> uh man but before all of this <laughs> is the project the steve jury chia pet <laughs> it oh, should man. be that's hilarious that might that might be the next phase. <laughs> anyway, before we get this all started, Steve, I believe there is something we need to get out of the way. And by get out of the we way, do. I mean we'll enjoy. Hopefully. And it is your weekly recap. Press the button, me. Yes, that button is so well pressed. And speaking of people who press buttons well, let's talk about a couple, a few of the events that went down this past weekend. 
starting with Texas Showdown. Uh, we start with the largest tournament in terms of entrance, Guilty Gear Strive. D-O-N finished O-N-E. Took it over Panda's Punk in the grand final to get the win. Flash Metroid rounding out the podium. Jakey the Snakey finishing fourth in the tournament, but first in favorite name in Guilty Gear Strive. Easily. Kicking it over to Street Fighter V, another Grand Finals appearance for Punk. This time he ends up on the right side of the equation, knocking out just a kid to take the top spot. Narukami and Shine rounding out the top four there. Then we get to, Texan, to Tekken 7, which uh, as of right now was won by Emily. We will get into that a little later. Jermanji, another strong contender for favorite name of the weekend, finishing second. X and Joe Crush rounding out the top four there. Looking at the other games at the event, it was a pretty good weekend for Masoma. They won both Melty Blood and Uniclear. Reynald getting the win in King of Fighters. Tommy Two-Step taking the third strike title. Chino is your Smash Ultimate Champion. And of course, TCT winning in Dragon Ball Fighters. You see the rest of the winners on your screen as well. Congratulations to everyone who competed at Texas Showdown. Let's flip focus to Smash because we had another big event this past weekend. Uh, another big event on the Smash World Tour as well. Pound 2022. Uh, Zane got the win over Hungrybox in the Grand Finals. As far as I know, unlike three years ago, no crabs were thrown. No crabs were harmed in the making of this top. That wasn't at... Oh, was that at Pound? That was at Pound. Wow, I didn't... I completely forgot where... All right, cool. Maryland keeping their crabs in check this time around. Uh, Amsa coming over from Japan to round out the podium to give it a little bit of international flavor. A little more international flavor on the ultimate side of things as six nations are represented in the top eight. Francis Glatoni is your champion, holding off Mexico's MK Leo. Light representing the Stars and Stripes of the podium with his third place finish. Riddles from Canada finishing fourth. Sonics from the Dominican Republic tying with Zamba in fifth. And Japan's Gact tying with Sean. Wait, is that like Gact? Gact? A different Gact. Okay. So, uh, We also had some action in the Street Fighter Topanga Championship over in Japan. This is the first of effectively three stages of the competition. You've got two pools, a red side and a blue side. The uh, six players from those competitions will feed into the A-League, and then the top seven finishers in that will play in the final. Uh, that is still ongoing. Right now, on the red side of things, Udo in the driver's seat for one of those automatic qualifying spots. 
4-0 and with three matches to play. Uh, you've got Dogra, Machibo, and Torimeshi all in the mix at 3-1. and Unfortunately, Ryusei no longer in it. He did have to withdraw due to medical reasons. So the matches involving him have been thrown out. That is why there are only eight players ranked. Uh, the re- the blue side, excuse me, looking very good for John Takeuchi. He is 5-0 and with three matches to play in the driver's seat for one of those automatic qualification spots. Daigo in second at 4-1, and one, and then it gets a little hairy because you've got five players between 3-2 and two and 2-3, two and three, all within a game of each other. That is going to be a very big fight for the playoff spot, or if Daigo slips up, possibly one of those automatic qualification spots. And that is the weekend that was. We did it, Steve. We survived. That was the smoothest recap in the history of recaps. I'm sure uh, you can quote me on that. Now, speaking of smooth. (laughs) That's the segue we're going with? Yes. Speaking of smooth, uh, we saw somebody's very smooth exit out of the competitive FGC. (laughs) Oh, boy. Wow. That was so, that was impressive. So, uh, the person who we were just talking about, who won Texas Showdown, won the tournament over uh, for Tekken 7, Emily, has been dropped by their sponsors and uh, has essentially uh, been exposed for being a not-so-great human being, including things such as racism towards all uh, races, being anti-Semitic and just being a you know violent human being, so that's fun. Yeah, that was a uh, it. All of this has bubbled over in the past ten hours or so. Mm-hmm. So earlier today on social media, Shadow shared a post including some screenshots from a Discord involving several top Tekken players. Uh, they What they shared included screenshots of Emily, uh, the person who won Texas Showdown, earlier won uh, Frosty Fostings, saying some pretty vile things, using uh, homophobic slurs in... Uh, the direction of Shadow after losing to Shadow. Uh, giving a death threat to him. Uh, and as well as other uh, posts that included use of racial slurs towards, as he said, multiple ethnicities. Uh, and once this started bubbling over, there were accusations of uh, violent conduct in the BYOC area during Texas Showdown itself, as well as accusations of things far more vile than that. And that has all hit the fan in the past, as I said, past few hours. Um, 
we did get responses from several organizations, including uh, her then sponsor, Paragon. Uh, they tweeted out earlier today, quote, effective immediately, Emily has been released from Paragon. We at Paragon do not stand for discrimination or hate of any form, both within our organization and throughout the communities, throughout our communities, excuse me. We take these situations very seriously. Lastly, we would like to thank you for your patience and hope for your continued support, end quote. Additionally, we got a statement from Texas Showdown because, as I mentioned, one of the accusations involved uh, possible violence from Emily onto another person. Uh, and they said, quote, we have been made aware of a report of physical assault involving Emily, a participant of the Tekken 7 event, and another person at Texas Showdown 2022. We are currently investigating the claim that occurred in the BYOC area after the Tekken 7 event concluded on Sunday, April 24th, 2022. Until the investigation is completed, we are withholding all prize winnings. In any case, we do not tolerate any discrimination and hate, and the player is banned from entering any Texas Showdown or Space City Beatdown events in the future. End quote. Uh, in addition to this, uh, they have also she has also been banned from ECT and related events, Combo Breaker, and um, uh, ICFC. So from that, she has been removed from the leaderboard. All her points have been revoked. Um, so, yeah. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Also, we, we have people in the chat saying they didn't see the Texas Showdown tweet. And that's because we got up to the minute reporting here on Best of Five. So uh, thanks, Steve, uh, for being on top of stuff. Now... One thing I did see that I think kind of ticked me, like, ticked me off even more than, you know, like, you see stuff like that, and it's just sad, right? Um, both because, obviously, like, they're ingrained in the community. Uh, but, like, when you see something like this, it, like, it's bad, right? Like, again, FGC is known for being, like, this big welcoming place, but there's always, like, that little bit of hypocrisy in there towards... Uh, towards women and towards uh people of color uh so seeing something like this is very very bad and seeing like i, I saw a couple of screenshots of people like w kind of keeping this on the dl in discord talks when this has bubbled up in the past um that's bad <laughs> so and i think i specifically saw a conversation where somebody said it's not okay and then somebody else tried justifying it. Uh, so, you know, I think one of the big lessons I've learned recently is uh, not too long ago, uh, I said something along the lines of, man, I'm just here to play fighting games, right? I don't want to, like, I don't want to have to be looking out for people. And I didn't realize how completely privileged that statement was. Until I got called out on it. So we have to do our due diligence, man. Like, we're all part of this community. We got to, you know, keep it clean. 
And that means uh, purging people who shouldn't be here. And as we've seen, uh, Emily is not a person that should be in this community. So I think, uh, you know, I'm happy to see the response. I'm not happy to see that this took so long. And here we are. Happy Thursday. <laughs> there are so many things that bother me about this. Um, first of all, these are games. These are video games. We, I, I love the community that has formed around the games. I love... I have so many connections, so many friends that I've met through these games. But at the end of the day, it's just games. We're ultimately playing them to have fun. Because God knows how many of us aren't making it at a career. Because there ain't no money in this. So, if you are not having fun, if you are not enjoying it, if you are at the point where you are being disabused no matter what the game is you know if it's a fighting game if it's a sports game whatever you really need to take a step back and reevaluate where you are why you're doing this because i guarantee you if you are watching this show there is a 99.95 percent chance that fighting games are not your job Playing, being a player is not your job. It's something you want to do. It's something you're working hard at, but it's not something that you are relying on to put bread on the table. Have fun. And if it's not fun anymore, then change. you may want to change directions. So that bothers me. Um... Oh, I've got a lot more. Oh yeah, so go if for you it. want to jump hit, in, go ahead. No, go, hit it. Go ahead. Hit it. Hit it. I'll I'll I'll, I'll chime in when I feel like it. <laughs> Secondly, if we're talking about trash talk, you know, my rule of thumb for that is because everyone's got their own definition of where the line is what crosses the line you know oh it's just jokes oh i don't don't really mean it here's where i'm at when you're if you're talking stuff about me talk all the stuff about you want about what i do but don't talk about who i am and i will do the same to you alan if you know if we're playing and i'm beating you so you know, this is obviously a fictional situation here. You'd be surprised. <laughs> but if I'm beating you and you're doing something stupid, I will call you out for for doing something stupid. But I, you know, I'm not going to say, hey, you Brazilian so-and-so or anything along those lines. That's just not cool. Yeah. And I, I, I. Go ahead. No, I was just going to add, uh, the excuse for saying stuff that is racist or bigoted or 
uh, anti-Semitic, whatever, in any way, and blaming on something like anger is bad. Because if you say something that that is racist, bigoted, anti-Semitic, transphobic, etc., 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 while you're angry, that means it's part of your lexicon in other conversations, right? And I think we're at a time in the world where a lot of injustices, because of race, sex sexual preference, uh, ethnicity, et cetera, et cetera, are so prevalent and so obvious that we're trying to fix that. Saying stuff like this in other parts of your conversation, even with your friends, I think it's getting to the point where it's not okay. So when it comes to being angry and saying stuff like this, that means it's part of your lexicon in other conversations. And that absolutely makes it not okay. Right? Yeah. So... And there is a whole conversation about one of the words in particular that got used a lot, uh, especially the difference between the A ending and the ER ending. Um, in all of the tweets that I have seen, mm-hmm. she used the A ending. If that, that matters, that doesn't matter to some people, that matters a whole lot to others. <sighs> Um, but beyond that, there's more, there's more on my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, you know, I talked about it being a job. It's, if you're going to be abusive towards someone to this degree, I, I, I just I just don't understand why you would allow yourself to. I mean, I I, I struggle to to understand why you would even say that. Mm-hmm. I'm also struggling to figure out why people feel the need to type it out, send it on a form for everyone in the world to see through one or two steps. It's just, it's mind blowing for me that, that there are people out there who think that's a good idea, regardless of what's going, what else is going through their mind in terms of why those words are in your vocabulary. That is just frustrating. I'm, I'm also a little frustrated as a side note, uh, because Emily is a trans woman, uh, some people have used this opportunity to dunk on or to insult trans people in general, which is asinine in my opinion. You have, there are plenty of ways to be critical of a trans person without being critical of all trans people who have nothing to do with this. And that's don't the call same for any critical. group. Yeah, don't call it critical. They're just being transphobic. <laughs> well, no, I, no, what I'm saying is that there are things that obviously you can be critical of in terms of what she has said and what she has done and what she is accused of doing. But there's a, there's a difference between that and using, you know, being critical of that and using that as an excuse to to be hateful 
to an entire group. Yeah. Which is... Basically, like, the people that are doing that are just as bad as she is. So, you know, uh, and it's bizarre that it's, like... It's the same thing for those people, right? Like you were saying, like, you're typing something out, you can see what you typed out, and then you're choosing to hit send. (laughs) Like, I I cannot wrap my mind around like that. So, like, this, and it's, it's sad to me, again, that, like, one person's negativity is somehow, like, people, people take it as excuse to also be, uh, transphobic or bigots or whatever right like that yeah. and it's, no it's been it's been done against so many different groups in so many different situations and i hate seeing it every single time yep um in terms of the the other thing that's going through my mind with this and i should probably point out that before we get away from this emily has uh put out a statement on twitter uh that i'll get into in a bit the other thing that that goes through my mind is, you know, it's it's good to see swift action being taken in situations like this. The, the question is, is this going to be done for all situations of something like this? It's obviously a much easier time to do when you've got a relative or a lot of people know who you are and will retweet something about you. You know, if I come out and say something terrible, it will be spread around the FGC pretty quickly. If someone else who isn't as well known says something just as terrible, it would probably get ignored if someone like you know is that does that mean it's fair for me to be banned absolutely if i do something ban worthy i should be banned i should be banned i just worry that it's only going to be the noteworthy people who get hit with this and not necessarily everyone because i guarantee you she is far from the only person to use these kind of insults, these kind of threats, these kind of things against opponents over video games. And if you follow Scrub Quotes X on Twitter, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's sad, but you see this is not an isolated incident. This is there are a lot of people who are out there doing these sorts of things, saying these sorts of things, causing these sorts of problems. And we don't hear about them because they're not someone who just won a tournament. They're not someone who has a whole bunch of people who know what they know who they are. But it's still just as bad when they do it. So I hope that if this is the standard, then this is the standard for everybody. And not just not just the select few that we know about with this said didn't we have like a wasn't a, a while ago wasn't there like an uh, an organization trying to be formed to kind of standardize the rules around the fgc 
Yeah, and it's been a while since we've heard uh, anything publicly about that. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's still in the... Uh, that doesn't mean it's not happening. It Correct. It just means that, you know, a lot of that momentum was pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is... That is... And, then, that, and wow. then all of that, the calculus on all of that changed pretty quickly. Yeah. I didn't even know it was pre-COVID. I just vaguely remember it. <laughs> Maybe that's maybe that's my my hint that something's pre-COVID. Just vaguely remember, but um, yeah, no. To and yeah, to your point, it's like it feels like unless somebody with a following calls something out, none of it gets no or nothing changes, and I hope that changes in the near future be it by either this code of conduct or us who are in the FGC kind of cleaning up after our own here. That would be ideal if we could somehow police ourselves and not need to rely on outside groups or electing people or designating someone as arbiters of good behavior. Mm -hmm. If we could just shut that stuff down on a one-to-one level as it happens, we would be in a much better place. The problem is we don't do that. And that's, you know, that's a problem within the FGC. That's a problem in society in general. Mm -hmm. We're afraid to be, you know, you know, we don't want to be confrontational or we don't want to be seen as the narc or we don't want to be seen as, a part of the group that, you know, is has this set of beliefs, and they're bad. Yeah. You know, it's like that one song goes, too many people making too many problems, not enough love to go around. Can't you see this is a land of confusion? See, I kind of thought you were going to go with... Uh... The more money we come across, the more problems we see. As well. I mean, even though we ain't seeing any more money. We're seeing more problems. We are seeing lots more problems. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, uh, at the end of the day, having something as open as the FGC, of course, there will be bad actors. And it is up to us to see something and say something. Um, and from what I've seen, contacting uh, TOs uh, or uh, other, actually, you know what? No, uh, contacting TOs or contacting people who run these tournaments with these concerns is, I think, going to be the best way to solve this. Unless I am wrong, which it's... I can very, very well maybe, but I don't know. At this point, I think the best thing to do is see something, say something. We we gotta we gotta snuff this stuff out when we see it, because you know it, it's so easy to say. Well, they don't mean it. They're you know they're just messing around or whatever. You know, yeah, I'm I'm gonna say something a little weird that 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 might surprise people. I don't think you you're necessarily irredeemable or should be banished to the Shadow Realm forever for 
some of these things. There are other things that she is accused of that absolutely should be instant uh, disassociation. But if it's trash talk that goes too far, or, you know, even if, like, you're maybe you're young and you still have an opportunity to learn, there sh- I still feel there should be a path back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but still, even with that, even if they're your friend, there's nothing wrong with pulling them aside and saying, hey, that ain't right. That ain't cool. You need to fix that right now. They can still be your friend. You know, being a friend or being a fan doesn't mean you accept everything they do un- uncritically. If the, if someone you know is in the wrong, let them know you're in, they're in the wrong. That doesn't mean you hate them. That doesn't mean that they're that you can't still support them or still love them, just let them know, hey, this ain't right. This is something you need to fix. Yep. And the people who we surround ourselves with are a reflection of us, right? So if I ever do anything wrong, and I say this to like literally everybody I'm close to, if I ever do or say anything wrong, call me the hell out, right? Like, for example, like when I had that take where I just want to play fighting games, I don't want to worry about community that was a very privileged position, and I'm glad I got called out for that. Because, you know, it forces you to think differently, and it's challenging, sure. Does it feel great to get called out? No. But how are you going to improve if nobody tells you you're doing something wrong, right? Like, if, if, we, let, if we let stuff fly unchecked, it's, good, it's bad news bears for everybody involved. So uh, be good friends to each other and set healthy boundaries. You hear? You, you hear? You hear? <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway, so um, as I mentioned, Emily did put out a, a twit longer a couple hours ago. I'm going to link that in the chat. Um, going through it, uh, it, it says, "Quote: Firstly, I want to apologize to Shadow, and that above everything, he understands that I'm generally sorry." about what I said about him, and I regret it completely. And for what it's worth, I always considered him a friend, and has always been someone who showed me kindness. I understand the severity of my consequences, and will slash have accepted them. I also want to apologize to everyone caught in the middle of this, and make an apology towards them as well. Whether it was friends, or people who looked up to me, or anything like that, I'm very sorry for letting you all down. I'm going to be leaving behind competing in any capacity, to actually try and learn how to live a normal, happy life instead of using fighting games to fuel my income and validation that I never really got growing up. Um, They also go into issues with their mental health and uh, a couple other things in there. So, as I said, it is is in the chat if you wish to take a look at that. Uh, So... Yeah, and is this is this a case of her being sorry because she got called or because she got caught? Would they still be doing it afterwards? That's up to that's on them to figure that out. That's that's the other part that sucks. 
Is yeah, that... we've seen so many of these that just like as soon as people know an apology is coming, everybody's waiting for the tweet longer, right? So it sucks. And yeah, and not only that, but we get in this, we get in this mode of going through the apology and judging it and scoring it. Mm-hmm. Like, did <laughs> was it sufficiently apologetic? Did yeah. they apologize to the right people? Did they? make all of the right comments it it, i i feel like we could do better about that as well Mm -hmm. like like obviously we we can't be in someone's mind when they're apologizing right and we can't and we don't know if they're being sincere or if they're being you know just trying to get everybody off their back yeah but i feel like we are hypercritical of these apologies and not just in this case because like i said in this case there are things involved that are far more severe than just saying a bad word or two yep we'll see we'll see nothing to do but observe and I hope we don't have to do one of these segments for a long, long time. Steve, we'll be back at it next week. It's a Thursday. (laughs) Brian F., don't say anything. (laughs) Rob TV, don't say anything. I don't care how heated no neutral gets. Just keep it calm. Keep it collected. Just, just keep it friendly. Keep it friendly. Don't be like Will Smith. We're cool. We almost went through two weeks without a Will Smith at reference. Oh no, we're we'll be back. Uh, hey, be be happy. We're not talking about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to avoid all of this stuff right here. Like, like, I want my focus in terms of social media to be on fighting games <laughs> and fighting game tangent things and sometimes soccer and sometimes other sports and sometimes maybe Wordle. Okay? <laughs> I, I forgot about Wordle. I, I have not. I'm still 100% on Wordle. Speaking of 100%, Steve... We now have reached the 100% completion mark of Combo Breaker regular registrations. Regular registration. Yes. We got there. We got there. T- took a little bit of yeah. took a little bit of uh, Tokyo drifting, but we got there. <laughs> we we did. It, it it was dodgy at times. Uh Registration for Combo Breaker is still open under uh, what they're calling late registrations for another, I'd say, week and a half. Mm -hmm. It's less than two weeks. It is definitely less than two weeks. Mm -hmm. I Uh, I got my flights. I'm excited. I even splurged, Steve. Talking about privilege, I splurged so much I got first class flights. Hey. Mostly because I want. mostly because the whole like removal of the mandate mask mandates in airplanes has me so scared that I put myself in the front row. <laughs> Stay far away from everybody else breathing them back there. 
You know how I'm getting there? Bus. Train. Train. Oh, that's better. You can you can uh, watch the scenery go by and not get as motion sick. So so here's the thing. I hate flying. I've said this a couple times on here. I hate flying. Absolutely hate it. And Ch- Minneapolis to Chicago is right at the edge of amount of time I'm losing by staying on the ground that is okay. Mm-hmm. How long is that trip? You know, that's about, se- depending on traffic, seven, eight hours. Well, it's a train. Where's where's the traffic? Uh, well, there's other lines that they share with. So, if okay. another train comes by, we may slow down. But, timing-wise, the train was the thing that worked out. Because either I'd have to get there at 7 a.m. or... 11 p.m. I'll be there at 9 a.m. <laughs> gonna leave my stuff at baggage check and go like to Chicago or something. I don't know. <laughs> you got some time. And then yeah. We'll get back there and we'll uh, set up for. Yeah, we'll have a show something. at Combo Breaker for the first time ever in best of five history, except for uh, Absolute Battle in 2016. I remember what? that. But that was, you know, that was sort 20... of a special episode. Yeah. Uh, anyway, besides that time, that was still best of three. So for the first time ever, best five will be on the road. I can't wait. I bought microphones and a mixer for it. Look at this. I bought this for combo breaker. I I screwed up. I should have bought it like the week of so I could return it after combo breaker was over. (laughs) Wow. That's terrible. Uh, but anyway, uh, what were we saying? Right. Uh, you know, I used to travel by train when I lived in Philadelphia. I used to go to New York by train. Trains, trains are fun, man. Trains are a good time. It's, it's like, it's a perfect in between, between flying and a subway. Right? It sounds a lot closer to a subway. Seeing it's, as how a subway is a train. Yeah, you're riding on a train. Yeah, but a subway is a lot more dangerous than a train, Steve. Really? Especially when you're in New York. Especially when you're in New York. That's a different conversation that I am not ready for. Anyway. <laughs> Combo, Combo Breaker. breaker. <laughs> yes. That's what we're talking about. We are a fighting game show and not necessarily a fighting game travel show. I would not anymore. We're not. I mean, wait, no. Ah, whatever. Go on. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Um. So, Combo Breaker released earlier this week the uh, rankings uh, for player entry at the close of standard res- registration. So this was as of. Five days ago, uh, regist- late registration is open through next Friday. So if you aren't if you aren't in there yet, you definitely want to get in there now. Uh, going through all of the games, the most registered game is Guilty Gear Strive. They have not announced any official numbers as of yet, but if you follow curling w on twitter uh she is one of the people who 
she's the bracket guru of Combo Breaker, and she tweeted out emojis that suggest that Strive has over 900 entrants. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you follow Rick as well, he tweeted out that Guilty Gear, Tekken, and Street Fighter V, and I believe Smash, all broke Combo Breaker records. It is going to be ridiculous. <sighs> now, Steve, I want to uh, I want to point something out. Do you see that yes. game number twenty two there? Mm-hmm. Do you want to know why that game is not twenty three, twenty third? Is it because you signed up for it? It's because I signed up for it. So we're one above Brawlhalla, baby. Mostly because I haven't pl- I don't play Brawlhalla. <laughs> but dude, I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I've never like played. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Cross Justice League, Turbo, outside of like the single player modes. I cannot wait to see like all the crazy shenanigans that people do in this game. It's going to be fun. Same thing with Bloody Roar. If I had a GameCube controller, I would totally enter Bloody Roar, even if it was just going to be a pop monster, but I ain't got nothing. Bloody Roar. Bloody Roar is one of those tournaments where it's just. It's ridiculous that it. There's always some sort of smaller game, smaller community that gets a spotlight at Combo Breaker. Mm-hmm. And Bloody Roar is going to be nuts, especially because uh, DC put up a thousand of his own money Wow! as a pop bonus. That's awesome. That's like, for Bloody Roar. We've <laughs> got four-figure pop bonuses for Bloody Roar in 2022. You know what I realized? I think f- the fighting game community is very similar to speedrunning community, the speedrunning community. And here's why. Literally any game that exists, if you look hard enough, there's a community for it. There's people playing it. I think Bloody Roar is a perfect example of that. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Cross Justice League, Teenage Mutant Tournament Fighters. Like, There's a whole like SNES FGC out there that I've been exposed to recently, and that's super fun. So, yeah, literally something Ronda for everybody. Tournaments are nuts. Ranma tournaments are nuts. Nuts. Sailor Moon tournaments are nuts. Hokuto no Ken, as we saw in Combo Breaker, look alive. <laughs> oh just, man! I still, I, I was, I pretty sure it was Evo. I think it was, uh, well, then Animevo, now uh, Vortex Gallery, where they had the Hokuto no Ken tournament, mm-hmm. and someone was doing an infinite and the the person who was getting infinited uh pulled out their wallet pulled out like 40 50 bucks and offered it you know kind of waved it in front of their face to try and get them to to drop it uh and they did not drop it that's hilarious that is hilarious that reminds me of um... you, are, you are catching those reps Dude, uh, that reminds me of uh, I'm I'm good friends with somebody who was a Smash player, they uh, a melee player. They played Ice Climbers, so you know they wobbled everybody. And he told me about this one time where somebody started like tapping the table in a different rhythm to get him to drop the wobble. <laughs> like, dude, stuff like that's amazing. Talk about the meta game, baby. But anyway, Steve, let's get back to this list. I want to see this entire list because we started talking. We're like, we're getting derailed. We talked about trains, so we're getting derailed. We gotta hop back on the the road here, the the straight and narrow. 
So I'm going to read these off as fast as I can from top to bottom, starting with, I'm sorry, from bottom to top. Let's work our way up, shall we? Starting with game number 23. And this does not include the mystery game tournament, which I'll be participating in, and I cannot wait. If I go 0-2, I'm going to be very sad. It means I'm probably going to go 0-2. Let's be real here. Anyway, 23rd, Brawlhalla. 22nd, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Justice League Turbo. 21, Bloody Roar. 20, Nick All-Star Brawl. Number 19, Dems Fighting Herds. For all you main six people out there. Uh, 18, Street Fighter Super Turbo. And I am the reason Super Turbo is 18th and not 19th. You did it, Steve. Propping up communities here. That's what we do in Best of Five. Only me. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the reason. Everyone else who registered after me. Or before they you. are not the reason. Yes. It's all me. Yes. Only we prop up communities. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Anyway, 17. Soul Calibur 6. Did I sign up for Soul Calibur 6? I don't think I did. Anyway, I haven't played it in a hot minute. 16. VSAV. Sure. Now, v the VSAV tournaments at Combo Breaker are always crazy, so I cannot wait to see how it goes down this year. Number 15. Killer Instinct. Now, if you, weren't, if you didn't see Combo Breaker 2016, or 2017, I'm sorry, for Killer Instinct, still one of the greatest top eights I think I've ever seen in my life. Amazing. Amazing. Killer Instinct's so great. Too bad I don't have a. Too bad I don't have a uh, uh, an Xbox One stick so I can play. Number fourteen, Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom Three. The Zoop Zoops are back, and those and they'll stay. They'll stay in the FGC forever. Marvel lives always. Number thirteen, Third Strike. Number twelve, Skullgirl Second Encore. Number eleven, Mortal Kombat Eleven. Now ain't that some serendipity? Eleven I'm happy 11. to see MK. In you know doing as well because it is a game that sort of gets a, a little overlooked still. You know it's it's sort of in that DBFZ spot where it it feels like a lot of people are waiting for whatever comes next, but there's still a lot of fun to be had in MK11 right now. Yeah, and I from. What I've seen, usually the MK crew always shows up at Combo Breaker because, of course, NetherRealm Studios is based off of uh, Chicago. So uh, last time I was there, I got to meet Ed Boone. It was cool. Childhood hero, baby. Crossed that one off the bucket list. His hands are very big. It was very scary. Anyway, number 10, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Number 9, Uniclear, uh, which was... Uniclear was one of the tournaments that Sejam is running, right? The Choose Your Fighter tournament. Uh, uh, yeah, every well, every tournament, everyone that has online netcode and isn't a platform fighter is up for uh, the Choose Your Fighter. Yeah, there were two picked, right? It was Uniclear and the. I, it, Rain? Let me uh, let me check on that because round two is Skullgirls. Skullgirls. Okay, so it was Uniclear and Skullgirls. Nice. So, and by the way, the first tournament was Uniclear. Fox of Forty Two won that oh. tournament, so they are they're headed to Combo Breaker with all of their expenses covered. That's huge. That's big. Congratulations. Congratulations, for sure. 
All right. Uh, number eight, Dragon Ball Fighters. Number seven, we got Type Lumina. I'm excited to see Type Lumina, you know? I've seen bits and pieces. And now, of course, you know, we talk about Smash being the ultimate crossover fighter. But now with Mario in Type Lumina, I'm excited to see what Mario does. Stomping on those Goombas. Six, Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Number five, Smash Brothers Ultimate. We were just talking about it. Speak of the Durable. Street Fighter V, hanging out at number four. Tekken 7 at number 3, King of Fighters 15 at number 2, and number 1, of course, the Guilty Gear, the Strive. Is this isn't the, wait, is this the first big tournament since Guilty Gear's been out? No, right? They had CEO last year? Yeah, we had CEO at the end of the year. We've had Texas Showdown. Oh, yeah, we also had had, uh, Climax of Night. Yeah, we had Genesis, which I know it's not necessarily a massive tournament in terms of prestige on the FGC side of things, but you had some some West Coast heavy hitters out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so that was a legit tournament. But uh, Combo Breaker is figures to be the biggest one until definitely Evo, possibly sure. CEO. I, I, I don't know what those numbers are looking like right there. Now, Steve... Aside from all of these numbers that are being thrown about about Combo Breaker, there's more at Bruin. More in the terms of exhibitions, Steve. Yeah, there were there are a couple of exhibitions that are going down. One of them is in uh, various Capcom games. Because announced earlier this week, Capcom Fighting Collection is sponsoring Combo Breaker. As part of that, they are going to have a special eight-person exhibition. Oh, interesting! Uh, where all of the where each round is going to be a different game. Um, the players for that are going to be determined by a raffle. So if you're at Combo Breaker, you can sign up on Friday, uh, and eight people will be drawn from that, and they'll get to compete Saturday night. As part of that, everyone gets also gets a, um, a marked bottle of hand sanitizer, and they will also have a booth at Combo Breaker with uh, the chance to play uh, Fighting Collection. So. Nice. And of course, as we nice know, that, that comes out on June 24th, the same day that they'll announce Guile for Street Fighter VI, uh, as we've explored in the past. Uh, but that, that's exciting. I didn't know about that one. Yeah, that one was just announced. Yeah, I'm excited, uh, to, see, another... I'm excited to see all the crazy VSAF players that are going to be coming out of the woodwork for Combo Breaker try to sign up for it. Mostly because that entire collection is like half VSAF. And there, you know, and Vampire Savior usually does have a good presence at Combo Breaker anyway. Mm-hmm. So the, the, there'll be some goofiness on there. Can't um, wait. The other exhibition that has been confirmed for some point that weekend is the much talked about Tekken 10 v 10 between US and Europe. And if you follow Spag on Twitter, 
the the talk. I'm gonna beat myself here. I'm gonna say it because I'm usually censoring you ten times an episode when I'm editing. Hey, I've done good now today. I'm gonna, I've done good today. I think you're up to four. Am I really? Yeah, <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I didn't have any. <laughs> no, you definitely had more than more da- than zero. Damn it. Uh, but both the quant, the quality is subjective, but the quantity, the sheer quantity coming from Spag, the last two months has been at a level I have never seen. It's usually the U.S. talking and instigating. In this case, Europe has been at least Spag. Spag has been all over. Good. So the team's. Have been ironed out, or at have least they? were until a few <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> Go ahead and throw the graphic up. There is one change I did not get to uh, make this edit before. Uh, so going through the European team, captain by Super Super Kuma. You've got Kuiper, Chicken Maru, Fergus, Fujito, Gosain, Kwis, Kira Kira, Sefi Black, and Tetsu. Uh, on the U.S. team, captained by Anakin, you've got Cuddlecore. We're skipping that name for now. <laughs> Joe Crush, Joey Fury, Junior, Kaiser, Landon, Shadow, and Victim of Ritual. Uh, they did announce er, just a couple hours ago that Emily, who is on the graphic right now, uh, obviously is out. They will be replaced by Justin Iglesias. Mm. So Justin is on the squad. Now. Do you do you have any thoughts on these squads? Do you, do you have a, a lean which way this will go? There are certain. I, I feel like there are a couple of names in there that I was expecting to see that aren't there, right? Now I don't know if that's because of lack of availability or availability or and something some other reason. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, look, my hope, my, the outcome that I would like to see is I want to see Europe just tenno the U.S. I want the U.S. to be I'm, put on blast. I am the exact opposite. Really. I want to see a U.S. 10-0 because <laughs> what I will do is I will, com- I will come to Combo Breaker with a big poster that is simply Kevin Durant's face and just hold it up by Spag because they're both <laughs> taking early vacations. They're both getting swept. That's all I want to do. Like, I want to see some good-ass Tekken in, in pretty much any exhibition, you know. Honestly, like, if you if I had money on it, I'd probably lean towards Europe just because you've got great players on both sides. But I feel like this is probably closer to Europe's best 10 if everyone was involved versus the U.S.'s best 10. If everyone was was available, um, I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of really huge killers on this list, and keep in mind, like there are, there are. And it's I, it's gonna I, be I tough. Don't mean that it's disrespect, Steve. Because... Steve, Steve. Do you like the U.S. enough to put a pizza on it? I will put a pizza on it. All right, 
and, and and you know we'll be in Chicago. Yeah, we're gonna ish. go out we'll for Chicago ish. Yeah. We'll take we'll take an Uber to Chicago. Whenever this is, right after the tournament, somebody's buying. Shake on. We. There we go. There we go. <laughs> we'll have a live. Well, I will like log on to the best of five Twitch on my phone to have like the live resolution of this bet on stream. Oh man, man, I, I, that might be fun. That might be something we have to do. We won't be able to have the full setup, I'm sure, because the venue is going to be hopping. When do you do we know when this is going to be? No, right? We don't know if it's going to be Saturday, no, Sunday, Friday. No, yeah, schedule is still up in the air. Okay, so. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll make room for it on one of the stages. <laughs> yeah. No. So we'll have. I'll, I'll pull it up on the phone. We can all enjoy it together. And then when Steve has to buy me pizza in real life because he's had a pretty bad track record about buying me pizza. Granted, every time I vote him pizza, we've always doubled or nothing. Uh, so really, Steve is just bad at saying no <laughs> to double or nothings. But anywho, uh, now that's some trash talk right there. But anyway. Uh, you heard it here first. Live resolution of pizza bets at Combo Breaker. It's happening. Rick will hold it down. <laughs> That's exciting. That's exciting. It's, Dude, it's, Tekken exhibitions are always great, especially like team exhibitions. I think if we've learned anything from like E-League, Tekken teams exhibitions is always, always are worthwhile. I mean, most exhibitions are worthwhile. Let's let's be honest. Tekken tech is very special, but especially when you've got this much garbage, this much talk and chirping on both sides, mm -hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be tasty. Gonna be tasty for sure. Um, I was. Have there been any like? exhibitions that haven't paid off this is just a random question for the chat and for us has have you been upset with any exhibition that you've seen smug versus bride keys <laughs> how are you upset about that that's awesome like that was great as just that was just that was just men versus boys <laughs> the payoff so good seeing big e get the payoff he deserves it was amazing, oh, and thank you to best or uh, Bestabon of hold hold back the block for uh, for holding or for uh, capturing those moments. Uh, oh yeah, the esports arena Goichi versus Sonic like the week after Evo or Combo Breaker, I think. I think it was after Evo. And I all I remember is just that graphic that you know Sonic Fox right after Owen Three versus Goichi. <laughs> And I just remember that just stinging for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> but let's see. Uh, the Street Fighter Four NBC versus WNF in 2014. I I was not there for that. Wasn't that the one that? No, was that the one that uh, uh, Snake Eyes got the reverse OCV? I don't know. That I was not wasn't there. disappointing. That was not disappointing. Um, I'm trying to think. There was a Marvel 2 exhibition at NEC 2014, I believe. Where somebody... I, I can't remember names. I'm so bad at names. But somebody from the West Coast like specifically flew in 
just for that exhibition. Oh, Tommy Guns versus uh, Crack Fiend. Absolute Battle 2015 or 2016, where Crack Fiend specifically went to Texas for uh, for the exhibition, and then he got sh he got bodied. So yeah, stop myself. I'm I'm glad you are you're stopping yourself, but at this point, it's sort of like the toothpaste is out of the tube. Hey, it's all right. It still counts. It's still toothpaste. Uh, but anywho. Exhibitions are fun. And, like, we're having a hard time coming up with bad exhibitions because exhibitions are extremely you know, any, fun. Any, any exhibition that really is bad would not be one we remember. Right. If it's memorable in one way or the other, there is probably something good about it. Speaking of good things about it, Steve, you've been working on something. And you've been teasing us for this entire time, like for the past like month. You've been teasing about this project you've been working on. You can't announce it. Steve, are you ready to announce a big project? I am just about ready. Um, and, you know, I, I know I've been hyping this up a lot. I get one. This is my one. Um, so... For those of you who have followed me on Twitter, uh, you may have noticed that I have been tweeting out some messages asking people to, asking if I can DM people from various fighting game communities. Um, and today, I can announce nothing about that. What I've been working on has nothing to do with any of that. That is something separate. Um, it's it is not a chia pet. It is not an NFT. Um, it is not anything along those lines. Uh, so this is something that I've been working on outside of the FGC for a few months now, and I finally got permission to share the details with you so Alan if you could please show the the screenshot I'm just I'm just watching chat right now Let's go I'm happy the chat got it because it took me forever to understand it. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that is happening. I've got Ace Jack on the way. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, not. I'm trying not to do all this, but I'm doing all this. Hey, I'll, I'll lead it off. Here's a big congrats. To the queen and the king. Uh, That's huge, Ace man. Queen. It is. Ace queen is amazing. The little guy is amazing. He's happy. He's healthy. Um, we know it's a boy as far as, as, far as we can guess. A uh, very active boy. Uh, made the ultrasound <laughs> quite difficult for a while. But, yeah. Um... 
eight, like I said, Ace Queen is amazing. She's been amazing through all of this. Especially, you know, even before this, she's just a wonderful, wonderful woman, and I have no idea what I'd be doing in my life without her. Obviously, this is a big thing for me. Uh, what does this mean for me? Well, it means that in terms of offline events, Combo Breaker is going to be my last hurrah for the foreseeable future. Uh, Evo was not in the plans financially um, and time-wise. Uh, also, you know, I was hoping to make it out to uh, Frosty early next year, but that does not seem like... It's not that I don't want to, it's that I... There are things here I want to do that I definitely do not want to miss. Um, beyond that, I'm still going to be part of the show. You know, I'm still going to be here every week up until Evo. Then, you know, I'm... Once we hit the post-Evo show, that's going to be it for me for the foreseeable future. Um, I do not... <sighs> Sorry. This show means a lot to me. I have been doing this for, in some form, for almost seven years now. Which is sounds really weird to say, but um, I don't feel like I can do this half-ass. If I if I want to give you ass, I want to give you whole ass. <laughs> oh man, I am. I don't know. So yeah, uh, so I'm going to be stepping away. From the show after Evo. Uh, I'm going to be stepping away from FGC stuff in general, at least for the foreseeable future after Evo. Um, I'm hoping this ends up being like, uh, I, I've mentioned it a couple times on here, uh, the my FGC retirement theorem, where if you announce your retirement, the likelihood of you staying retired is inversely proportional to how much attention you give it. So the person who just shows up randomly or stops showing up to locals, they're gone. They're done. <laughs> the person who goes on Twitter and announces that they're stepping away and they're going to miss you guys and you know, it's a tough decision. They'll be back in a month. So I'm hoping that, you know, that everything goes well and that, uh, you know, at some point I'll be able to return to doing schedules because I know the streets are, the streets going to be so bad without me. Nobody is going to know what time zone is what. I know. They'll be looking at watches like, what the hell? I got to carry, like, I got to carry the one from Japan. It, it just, <laughs> so, this, it's not an easy decision. 
Um, actually, I take that back. It's a very easy decision. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that because I dislike anything about the show or dislike anything about the community. I love the community. It means so much to me. I, this show, your friendship, Alon, um, the friendship of John and Sharpie and Efren and Mike, everyone throughout this, it means so much to me. But I gotta take care of little Ace, man. <laughs> We've lost two the children now. Damn it! <laughs> I gotta go and be a family man. I didn't want to make that reference, damn, quite yeah. yet. But yeah, that's what's happening. So first off, I think I speak for everybody, as everybody has said in the chat. Steve, this is huge. Congratulations. Uh, I think all of us are so ridiculously happy for you uh and ridiculously happy for your family and everyone involved now thank you the this the difficult discussion then becomes what does this mean for the future of best of five right like tap 2gg saying best of zero uh and steve and i were talking before the show it's like oh what's gonna happen uh what do we do like how do we figure this out and i think the conclusion that we came to is this first my knee-jerk reaction to this is saying let's close the let's close the book right best of five has had a great run i'm i was the person who joined last sharply excluded i was the person who joined the cast of the show last and i'm the only remaining one everybody else is flaked (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like freaking it's like Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, man. That might be something we do on like one of the last shows. We play the little musical tribute and just have pictures of all of us. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, each person like passed away or like left the show a specific way. Anyway, uh, my knee-jerk reaction is let's close the book, right? However... Something that I've been thinking about is, A, uh, after having my psychiatry appointment for the first time, I'm getting put into antidepressants. So my outlook is going to change in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully. I mean, who knows? Uh, And that leaves it to everybody else, right? Like there's everybody who listens to this show. It's not just me here. It's not just Steve. It wasn't just Efren, Mike. Steve, uh, sorry, John, uh, Sharpie, right? It's not just us. It's you who is listening and who is watching. So let's all decide together, right? Can we have a one-man show? Maybe we'll have like a shortened version where I show up, we chat about stuff uh, once a week or once a month, whatever. Uh, Maybe there's a future where I just hop on to play fighting games and we can have discussions that way. Who knows? Uh, we can do whatever we want, right? And like Steve said, maybe we'll be back. Who knows? May- I can ask Efren. Maybe Efren will come back. <laughs> have we'll like call in full- all the ringers. Yeah, we'll have a full circle moment where it's just like a revolving door and I'm the only idiot that stays here. Uh, but You're not uh, <laughs> the idiot who stays here. You are... The dunce, right? You here. are the rock. You are... You're the anchor. 
that, I, that I disagree. through troubled waters. I disagree. However, that's what we got. Let's have a discussion about it. What do you guys want to see for the future? Um, hop on our Discord, right? We have a Discord. Uh, you can email us, right? There's bestofvshow at gmail.com. You can tweet at us. You can leave YouTube comments. Let me know what you guys want to do. And if you guys still want to be here, we'll still be here. If you guys don't, then we won't, right? Simple as that. The future is in your hand. That's the beauty of something like a live stream or like a podcast is like we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Quite literally, like if nobody was watching, we probably would have stopped doing this like when Efren left. <laughs> so, so yeah, hop on the Discord. Let's talk about it. Let's see what we want. Even what if it's like, got? even if it's like a revolving door where I'll just have like, uh, I'll have like somebody from the chat hop on and we'll chat about stuff. We'll exchange ideas. You know, who knows, right? The future is, the future is ours, baby. Let me get on let me uh share the mm -hmm. discord link if i can get this window to close um i do want to say that there are a couple things a couple of experimental things that i would like to do mm -hmm. between now and evo and we're gonna do um it. i did I did mention before that I was trying to put together a game show mm -hmm. episode for one of the weeks that you were gone. I couldn't get it to work, but that is something I definitely will do at some point between now and then. Um, yeah, we've we've got hopefully we've got a tournament thing in the works that we don't know. Yeah, we're we're still trying to iron the details out, but we're going to. Uh, do our best to make that happen. Um, I put the Discord link in the chat, by the way. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube, it is included in the description. So, and if you're and if you're listening to this in podcast form, uh, go to our Twitter. We'll have it somewhere in there, maybe. At best of V show. At best of V show. Or actually, you know, what? if you're listening on podcast, just hop over to YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash best of V show. Hit the subscribe button while you're at it. Click on this episode and just the Discord link's gonna be there. You know? Just kill a couple birds with one stone. Give us a thumbs up while you're at it in there. But yeah, so, so them them's them's the future. We're we're gonna have fun. We're yes. gonna have fun. One way or another. We're gonna have fun and because I enjoy this. I enjoy you know, editing is a slight exception. You know, I've been telling you to stop break. editing, but you still want to edit. <laughs> I don't want to get hit by the YouTube algorithm of death. Wait, we've avoided it or, so far. So Specific, far. Specifically, look, you were worried about the slew thing we did for Guile, and I told you it was fine. And I showed you it was fine. However, uh, something I do want to bring up is you guys remember those like 90s movies and shows of uh, like Party Mountain, right? Like where a bunch of snowboarders are partying and like the big evil man comes to buy the property and then they have like a week to party. That's basically where we're at with Best of Five at this point. So we're, we're at like the tail end. The big bad man is here. 
to purchase best of five, except nobody's purchasing best of five. Uh, so we'll party on. <laughs> they're going to mow down our rights. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, a mogul, uh, uh, Wall Street mogul bought the mountain to frack it for its natural resources. But anyway, we so should, we, no, go ahead. Yeah, we should probably move on because there, uh, we've we've got a couple other topics that we should talk about. Uh, but there's yeah. two I put on the board, and we've got three minutes. Yes, we'll we'll talk. So but I do I do want to re- just rehash. Well, let's have a discussion on Discord about the future of the show, right? Um, and we'll come to a conclusion there, whether that takes two months or whether that takes an afternoon. Let's talk about it. Anywho, so, um, so there are a couple of things that I had down here that I'm probably gonna have to choose, push to next week. We'll probably have to do the Mike Z thing. Well, we got to do the next Mike Z week. thing now because Pizza Guy, well, whatever his name was, wanted it. I don't even know if he's still here. If if Pizza Man is still in the chat, let's talk about Mike Z. Pizza Reno is still in the chat. Pizza Reno is still in the chat. We promised Pizza Reno we're going to talk about Mike Z. Let's talk about Mike Z. Steve, what happened with Mike Z? So, last week, um, a document uh, was made available online, which was a filing in the ongoing legal issue between Mike Z and some of the uh, former employees of Lab Zero in regards to uh harassment allegations and the like um this was a document filed by mike z and his legal team uh and it included evidence supporting his claims that effectively to boil this down into like 30 seconds that uh he that what he the things he said uh did not amount to uh, harassment partially because of the, of the... I can't even summarize it properly. Um, there are some things that I feel support his argument quite well, and there are some things in there that I don't think support his argument as well as his statement would like you would lead you to believe. Um, I highly encourage you to, uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull up the file and link it in chat. It is 200 some pages, but uh, a lot of it is simply screenshots taken from the Discord and what now, uh, uh, his Discord and Slack channels. Uh, So I've linked that in the chat. Take a look at it yourself um there will certainly be other filings involved with this case uh that will include the other side of the argument as well so read it come to your own conclusions yep there's that and just so we don't book in the show with two terrible things let's talk about ee cheating at school uh for those of you that don't know <laughs> for those of you that don't know uh schooled is a show run by the otk network who are a uh who's a conglomerate of big streamers on twitch uh and they had a show where it was a trivia show where you work your way through grades uh and they had their big finale it was a fifty thousand dollar show the winner would go home with fifty thousand dollars uh ee who is a very well-known smash commentator uh was a part of it 
And the very end of the show came down to EE and another streamer, uh, Extra Emily, I think. Oh my God. Yes. I'm, okay, Extra Emily. Thank goodness I remember that. Now, uh, for the very end of the show, they were so concerned with people cheating to the point where on camera, they asked both of the contestants to turn around to make sure they weren't receiving any information. And after the entire show, a very tense head-to-head, EE won. He was happy. He popped off. It was great. Immediately after the show, he was contacted by uh, the OTK staff who knew he cheated. Uh, there are, if you watch, you can watch any like YouTube uh, analysis of all of this shenanigans. Uh, but they knew he cheated. So they contacted him. They talked to him. And he came out with an apology. And was this another case of he apologized because he got caught? Would he have reneged if he didn't get caught? Who knows? We'll never know. However, uh, he he apologized. OTK has uh, with essentially withdrawn his win in extra Emily's taking home the 50,000 smackaroos along with getting the opportunity to come and check out the OTK space, uh, which is here in Austin, Texas. So big ups to extra Emily. Uh, he's, he says he succumbs to, succumb to temptation, temptation, succumb to temptation. You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, but yeah, so a little bit of a uh, egg in the face of the FGC. Again, you're, we're reflections of the people we surround ourselves with. So it's very unfortunate for us. Uh, but this seems like it's an open and shut case. Uh, the person who won rightfully will get the money and will get crazy good opportunities so big ups to otk for handling that very well now before we leave so we don't bookend the show here's here is uh sakura and fortnite <laughs> yes sakura made it to fortnite as did blanca blanca yes whoa look at that suit i haven't seen this that's awesome yeah he's got the uh he's got the suit he's got the original costume Sakura's got her school uniform, her traditional one. She's also got the ultimate. Uh, did I throw in the wrong graphic? I think you did, I but she I, yeah, she but. does have a Blanca Chan backpack as well. So for all you Fortnite players out there, apparently the no build stuff is really fun. I haven't played it yet though. Um, but yeah, and if you if you use her emote, uh, you get the. Uh, Alpha Two theme, I believe it is one of one of her themes from Alpha. So. Yes, but yeah, um, there there's one more thing Let's that I want to throw out there. We're we're talking about Combo Breaker Travel, and this is going to be the last thing I swear. So, uh, Sherry Jennings, uh, if you'll remember, she was working on something called E Fight Pass, which was a program to help get. Uh, international players visas to come to the U.S. and compete. Uh, that company just today launched a new uh, product called eTravel Pass, uh, which is which uh, for various events, including Combo Breaker, but they'll also have CEO and DreamHack and others on there. Uh, they will have hotel deals as well as lists of nearby restaurants, vet, uh, restaurants, uh, convenience stores, and uh, hotel deals. 
for both official and unofficial venue spots, as well as uh, advice for transportation. Uh, if you do make reservations through them, uh, part of the proceeds of that go back to e-fight pass. So if that is something you are interested in, even if you're not booking your travel this way, uh, you can definitely check through, uh, check to see what's around there to eat. Uh, I did learn through this that there is a Popeyes within a mile of the venue, which means that Popeyes is getting bodied. Is it getting covert? It, it is getting. Well, there's a Culver's like around the corner from there too. I, I think so. Culver's. I think Culver's was the restaurant that got bodied back by. Uh... By uh, the the old place, Pheasant Run. Yeah. <laughs> so get ready. If nobody expects the FGC food rush, and and there's a wend and there's a Wendy's. Too, they're all they're so all they're all gonna run out of food. It's gonna be great. It's it's a done deal. All right. Uh, today, to end the show, we're gonna raid Smug. Whoa, wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry. I can't. I canceled the raid because it was gonna go in like ten seconds. But anyway, we're gonna raid Smug. So let's do raid Smug. There we go. Uh, so when you get to Smug's channel, type in his chat. Best of V says hi. Uh, make it a big party. We're all gonna party with Smug. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. We're over time. For uh, another big congrats to Steve. And again, we'll be on Discord to talk about the future of the show. Steve, any final words? Well, you can be on Discord. I've got some reading to do. We're progranant. Good night, Canada. And good night to AJ. Oh, there's a name. All right, bye.